Welcome to the Vancouver Boys Podcast, a division of the Hockey Podcast Network. Welcome to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. Someone sounds like they're coming on the train! <laughs> Yo, what's up? This is Paul Bissonette. Welcome to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. Here are your hosts, Jake Jude. I don't care. Offer me 10 firsts. If you're not giving me Leon Dreisaitl, you don't get Saros. Marcus Keller. Is Brock Besser <laughs> going to score four goals every game? Maybe, but probably not. <laughs> and Alex Smith. Third star of the week goes to Pistachios for how stupidly expensive they are. Steve Dangle here. I love the Vancouver Boys. It's the Vancouver Boys Podcast. Woo! <laughs> How's it going, boys? It's season four, episode 10. Or sorry, no, it's episode nine. Uh, right. Yeah, we'll get into that in a little bit. But it's episode nine of the Vancouver Boys Podcast and week nine of your Vancouver Canucks road to the Stanley Cup. This week, I've only got one man with me, and it's not the man from Nanaimo. It's the man sitting right next to me. It's Mr. Marcus Keller. How's it going, everybody? Yes, and we are missing Mr. Jake Jude this week. Yeah, it looks like he's at work, is what he said, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, like, Do you even think this guy could hold down a job? I don't know. I don't think he ever has. I'm not sure if he, he, I mean, other than when I worked with him, I have no evidence that he's actually had a job. I mean, are there even jobs in Nanaimo? I don't even know if there's other people in Nanaimo. I think it's just him. <laughs> I think he's just hanging out on the island. Yeah. <laughs> just like full on, um, oh, what's, the, what's the movie with... Um, oh, with uh, Tom Hanks. Castaway. Castaway. Yeah. I really hope that's what it's called or else there's going to be that a bunch of people. Right. right? Yeah. The one who's like, Wilson. The volleyball. Yeah. Yeah. Is it a... I thought it was a basketball no it's the volleyball brand is wilson that's why yeah but don't they make wilson. basketballs too maybe but it's a, it's a volleyball for sure okay he's gonna make so much fun of us for getting this off track so early we, yeah. we gotta <laughs> um so we missed last week we did sorry, yeah, about, sorry that, about that we got work we got <laughs> yeah lives. well at least two of us have jobs yeah. we're still not sure yeah, about still jake, debating on jake yeah we we just couldn't find a time last week between uh, games i'm going to the ring of honor game tomorrow too that's so we had to record this one yes. today, which is Wednesday for yeah. those of you listening, hopefully on Friday. Yes, that should, they just should hopefully be out on Friday. But yeah, yeah. so uh, missed la- last week. So we got a lot to talk about. We got a couple of trades. Uh, we got some games we got to talk about. The Canucks went four and two. Hey, that's not pretty too good. shabby, not too shabby. Uh, but first, we got to talk about the AWSBB. It's the AWSBB. There we go. Bet the action on the ice with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use the code THPN. New customers can get 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www. 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance, see dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions. Terms 
and responsible gambling resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2023. All rights reserved. So the AWSBB still is not profitable. Oh, boy. No. Uh, so we went one for three last week, only oh, getting Jesus. the NFL, correct? <laughs> have you hit an NHL Still pick no yet? NHL. Oh, man. Uh, we are... We have three NBA, correct? Zero NHL and four NFL. Wow. Yeah, so not great. All right. Um, uh, we, we're turning it around this week. Well, we're betting on the Canucks this week. Oh, no. Yeah, so Canucks versus Blackhawks. Dude, the last time you bet on the Canucks to win, I think we lost to the Sharks. Yeah. Um, I might be going to this game, so hopefully they don't lose. The Which game is this? The Blackhawks game. You're going to that? Uh, potentially. Oh. Is that here? I don't think so. I think oh. the Blackhawks come here in like January. Okay, well, I'm going to that one potentially. Okay. Um, but we're taking the Canucks to beat the Blackhawks, which should happen. Uh, the Orlando Magic and the Boston Celtics. We're going to take the Celtics. And then the Ravens and the Jags in Sunday night football. We're going to take the Ravens. Okay. So three heavy favorites. Something's going to lose, so <laughs> don't follow me. Um, Please. Just you know, too, that Blackhawks game is on Sunday at noon. That's a little noon oh, a matinee noon game. game. Yeah, and it is in Chicago, which is to answer your question. So you will not be going to that unless you've got a whole nother life. Yeah, that no, I don't I'm know not about. going to Chicago, I don't think. Uh, Alex of Sportsnet might be going to yeah, the game. Yeah, that would be nice. Um, let's get into Canucks news. Let's do it. So we put, so as you guys know, we record usually on Wednesdays. And then yes. the podcast goes up Fridays. Yeah, I edit it on Thursday. Yes. Yeah. So when that happens, <laughs> there's the day in between Thursday. Yep. Usually things don't happen on Thursdays. No, it. but when it does, it is my least favorite thing yeah, in the it, world. It sucks because the Thursday that Marcus was editing, the Canucks decided to make a trade. So we didn't get to officially talk about the trade. However, we did speculate about it. A we ton. did. So we're going to... Quickly cover it. The Canucks obviously got Nikita Zadorov. We did. For an absolute steal. Yep. A third and a fifth round pick. Yeah, which I'm surprised that we were able to get him for that cheap. I mean, I know he's only on a uh, one year, or he's got one year left. Yeah. But I'm surprised that there was no higher bids. Well, I think that it's kind of tough because looking at Zadorov, Yes, he, he's kind of being treated like a very good defenseman. But really, the more you talk to Flames fans, the more you realize he's kind of like another Tyler Myers. He's a really big guy. Yeah. He'll do things that Tyler Myers doesn't, like he'll throw hits, he'll yeah. get into fights, like he'll cause disturbances. But get... Oh, geez, excuse me. I just filmed the <laughs> McDonald's ad. <laughs> we, yeah, we're struggling over here. Yeah, we are tired and full of McDonald's. But... Um, he's going to make those giveaways. He's going to make stupid decisions. He's going to take bad penalties. And so far, so we've had him for almost exactly two weeks now. Yeah, six games. He's been pretty good. Yeah. I can't complain, but there is definitely this like rhetoric about him out there that like he could definitely bite us in the ass a few times. Yeah, so they've had him mainly paired with Tyler Myers. Yeah, which yeah. is a choice. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about the choice. I mean, he hasn't looked bad. No, not at all. But I would love to see him play with maybe somebody who knows how to play hockey. Yeah. That would be nice. It would be nice to see. It's kind of like like a bring your kid to work day. I think they're honestly just waiting to get more depth. 
Like if I really had to guess, I think they're waiting to bring someone else in that he can play with. I think funny enough, like how people are saying that um, he's like another Tyler Myers. I think that's because the Canucks are probably looking to get rid of Tyler Myers. Well, yeah, you know? I think that's an ongoing thing that they've been trying to do. Yeah, fair. And uh, obviously that uh, that train's wheels have not started turning. I, Is that the right? I mean, there's no way it was right, but like I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think we haven't heard a lot of noise on that, actually. We've heard a lot about what the Canucks want to bring in, but not a lot about how they're planning to yeah, make cap space yeah, or open up roster out. spots. Like, we don't really know where that's coming from. Yeah. The Canucks are also, we still have uh, Friedman, who's out and injured. We have Susie, who's out and injured. Like, when these guys come back in, does Myers get squeezed out altogether? Hopefully. I think the one, like, Susie for sure will knock um, Noah Juleson out of the lineup. That's pretty, like, everyone very clearly understands that. Yeah, he is not staying up here. But then the debate is Friedman versus Myers. And a lot of people, I think, would take Friedman over Myers. I'm one of those people. But will the Canucks actually bench Myers? Because we, I don't think... He has been a healthy scratch since we signed him. In fact, the more I think about it, I know that that's true. He's yeah, I don't been. think it has been. And it's it's crazy to me because you just watch him play and at least two to three times uh, throughout the whole game, you'll see him just make a absolute bonehead move. Yeah. Something that would get you benched in the AHL. A perfect yeah. example was one of the games that we missed uh, was the New Jersey Devil game. Yes. Really good game. Really good game. Yeah, and I, I want to talk about that one after, too, a little yeah. more. But So, uh, I want to say it was on the game-winning goal. Tyler Myers gets the puck in the boards, looks up the board, sees Jack Hughes, goes back, gets the puck, and tries to just shoot it as hard as he can at Jack Hughes <laughs> to get it out of the zone. Newsflash, Jack Hughes isn't a ghost, so the puck hits him, <laughs> falls on the ground, and he makes a, a great play that leads to the game-winning goal. Right. He also then lets Jack Hughes get around him uh, to get to pretty much a breakaway and then decides to hook Jack Hughes as he gets around him. And I want to say it led to a penalty. Oh, man. It was it was a horrible outing uh, for Tyler Myers. But, you know, Rick Talkett seems to think Tyler Myers is playing great. So whatever yeah. he says goes. I mean, I, so that game, I'll get into a bit more later, but I actually missed it because that was going on. Some people, especially those who were there, might remember, hey, it's really busy in all these SkyTrain stations. What's going on? What was going on is Christine Sinclair was playing her final ever game for Team Canada mm-hmm. right across the street, and I was at that game. And uh, you and Emma were at the Devils game, correct? No, we oh, were you were not. not. No, that's we were right. At the next game. Sorry, after. that's right. Avery went to that game, yeah. but... I was um, in BC Place. I don't know if you've been in there much recently. No. There is no cell service in there. It is the weirdest thing. Really? Like, like, I don't mean Wi-Fi. I mean, like, something about that roof, I think, oh, blocks the, roof the service. It was, yeah. Oh, yeah. When I went there, the roof was open, so maybe that's why. Maybe. I, I have no idea. Yeah. But whatever it was, like, I could not load Instagram. I couldn't do anything. Weird. The only thing that would come through after a while of loading was, like, text messages. Okay. So. Avery, I texted her at one point. I was like, look, my, like the score app isn't loading or anything. Like you got to send me updates. So I'm like, okay, the Canucks were losing for most of the game. We caught up, scored an empty or a, a goal with our goalie pulled to tie it. Yep. And then that Myers thing happened after yeah. that. And with like 30 seconds left in the game, it was like, yeah, are you was, kidding me? It was tough to watch. 
Yeah, it was very like you could just, hear people around us start to be like, "Oh, do you see this?" Oh, yeah, oh, my like God, after my. making that great of a comeback, like the Hughes Bowl, like, yeah, we haven't even Hughes talked about Bowl. that. Like the fact that we had three Hughes in the building, two of them scoring. Yeah, Quinn not being one of them, he got two assists though, but he did get two assists. That that's better than a goal, potentially. I would say that <laughs> led to two goals. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it was the Hughes Bowl. But yeah, just uh, just bonehead moves. I really hope they bench him when Friedman gets back. I doubt it. Because the other thing that happens if you bench him is you're also tanking his trade value, right? You're saying, but yes. But, like, where, where is his trade value right now? It's already I don't know, but you're making it even worse if you bench him. It's at him. the bottom of Mariana's Trench. That's where his trade value is. I don't know. I thought of the band before. I no, thought of I think that's the deepest part of the earth. Gonna make a heart throb out of me. Yep, that's Just, a song. You don't know that one? No, I do know it. Okay, good. What's your favorite Mariana's Trench song? Probably the only one I know, which was the one you were singing. Desperate Measures Now. That one? Yeah, what's it called? Desperate Measures. Oh, there we go. That's, That's why I sang that part. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't I don't see how that can hurt trade value. How can you hurt something that's already demolished? That's like that's like going to a demolition site and like kicking a rock. Be like, oh, you're gonna break it. Yeah, exactly. Like everything's already broken. How, like, how much worse the, can it be? Those videos of someone who like they're looking at their wheel and it's all bent. And they're like, oh no, we're gonna have to call a tow truck. And then they zoom out and the whole car's like upside down yeah. and like totaled. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I, I I see where you're coming from. I think I think once Susie and Friedman, or not Susie. Um, oh wait, yeah, Susie. Once Susie and Friedman are both healthy and back in the lineup. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to see a very quick Tyler Myers transaction would be my guess would be my guess. I don't know. Well, I just like, where, where does he go? Here's and here's, why, why does he go? Like how much does that cost for us to get rid of him? That I don't know, but I would like to bring up something that I found was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Remember we kept debating before, like would they bring in Tanev or Zadorov? And it ended up being Zadorov. You still want Tanev. There's, re- no, well, let, we'll get into that <laughs> after, but there are reports coming out that the Canucks may not be done taking Calgary Flames defensemen away from them. Apparently, the Canucks have checked in a few times on Tanev even after the Zadorov trade. Okay. It sounds like the price is a second round pick. That surprises me. It it surprises me too. That seems a little low, right? Well, it's what would you rather give up? A second round pick or a third and a fifth? I mean Like me personally, I'd rather give up a third and a fifth. So it surprises me that the price tag for Chris Tanev is more than Zadorov. No, that would make it no, because Zadorov, you said you'd rather Oh, sorry, yeah. No, so the the second rounder, like, that's still a somewhat high price. Like, it's a lot, but yeah. Chris Tanev is... I, I'm surprised the Flames couldn't leverage more. Wait, no, no, what I mean is, right? I Chris Tanev, the second round pick is more valuable than a third and a fifth. Yeah, oh, you thought Tanev would be less valuable oh, than yeah. Zadorov? Oh, I disagree. I think so. I disagree. I think that Tanev is just... He's so steady. Like, that's the thing. He's so damn reliable. He's a, And I've done a weird amount of research on this, so I'm, I'm excited to make this comparison. I don't think comparison. it's weird just because of how much you love him. Chris Tanev uh-huh. is the Toyota Tacoma of NHL players. He is not fancy. 
He's got no special features. He's not going to score goals. He's not going to have assists. He's not even going to fight. He's not going to hit much. Like, that's all pretty bare bones. So is he a referee? No. Uh, <laughs> no, he's a defenseman. Okay. But w- what I'm saying is he is just super reliable. Okay. Like, he's going to be there. He's Like, his only thing is he's injury prone. Yes. But, like, when he's on the ice... He's not going to turn the puck over. He's not going to make stupid mistakes. He's going to be that reliable, steady. He's not like crazy. He's not doing anything special. No. He's just very steady at what he does. But I think a perfect thing to bring up what you said is, is he has to be on the ice. He does, yeah. And, and he's been healthy lately. Yeah. Since he left the Canucks, which is weird to me, he's been a lot more healthy. But then doesn't that make you think that like an injury is coming? Uh, it's like the big one for earthquakes, right? It's like, yeah. oh, we're overdue. Yeah, exactly. But like, he's I, overdue hey, for an injury. But we still live here. Yeah, that is you know? true. Um, yeah, so I like the idea of bringing him in. I listed a lot of the reasons for that last week, so I don't want to go too far into it. But I think because of his connection to here, his contract's up at the end of the season. I think we're one of the teams that he would give a hometown discount to yeah. just to like continue playing here and help the team grow. I think, I mean, we already know how great of a fit he is with Hughes. That means we could possibly, or at least explore the option of bumping Hironic down to the second pairing. Maybe he plays with Zadorov then, or with Susie, and they, then Zadorov's on the third pair. There's a lot you, you can, can do. Yeah, you can play right? around with it. He, for sure. he opens up a lot of options. Yeah. And I mean, Zadorov and Tanev also have played together before. So, yeah. you know, I, I like the idea quite a bit. Um, it just depends on like, are the Canucks willing to pay that price? And would Myers be a part of that deal or would they have to send him somewhere else and then bring Tanev in like in a three-way trade type thing? It's really interesting to see like what their options are here. Yeah, so that's a great segue to go into some more trade talks that's been going around with the Canucks. Okay. Um, so in the past couple games, one of the more reliable uh, Canucks lines the I would call it the second line, has been interchanging the uh, winger. Interchanging, so, okay. So Di Giuseppe, he's gotten moved down to the fourth line. We, we just to be clear, we're referring to the line that is centered by JT Miller yeah. and has Brock Besser yes. on the wing. So they've been trying different pairings uh, for that third or second winger. Yeah. Uh, Di Giuseppe was running it for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they tried Kuzmenko on there, and now they have Niels Hoglander on there. Yes. Who I love. He is we, slowly becoming one of my favorite players on this team. It's going to be difficult not to turn this into the Nils Hoglander show. Yeah. Because I could, if you give me the leash, I could talk about him yeah, for an hour. He's been, he's been doing so well these past couple games. He's completely swapped his game since he came into the league. Oh, I know. He, he came in as a this playmaker, like, you know, like very stylish, like uh, Pedersen-esque. And yes. now he has turned into a third line JT Miller-esque. Like he is in there. He is chirping the other team. He is making the other team pissed off. Yeah. But he's also performing now. He's also fast. Yeah. He can score. And his biggest thing, his biggest, out of all of his skills, his biggest thing, board, board battles. battles. You, He will go in against three players on the other team. He will fish the puck out. It yeah. is unreal. Yeah. So he's been playing great on that line and I, I i could see that line working out for the future it doesn't i don't if it's not broke don't fix it yeah exactly oh yeah i i would not take that apart at all what so, they they remind me of i call them the swat team line 
And the reason I called him that is because uh, JT Miller and Brock Besser, they're the police. They show up. They're there to do their job. When something comes up that they can't handle, you let the canine unit go. You send Hoaglander into the boards, go in, get the puck boy, bring it back. Like okay. that, I call them the SWAT team line okay. in my head. That's my own like, nice. I'm sure there's a much more like clever <laughs> yeah, way I could probably. do that. I mean, hey, K9, JT Miller's number nine. There's, Where, where's the K? There's from? no Ks in any of, wow. Yeah, none of them have a K. Oh, Brock. Oh, yeah. There's the, the K at the end of Brock. And uh, <laughs> K nine. Anyways, <laughs> fuck. Uh, okay, so they've been so that's been a new line that they formed, and yes. the first line uh, has been kind of moved around. And right now they're running uh, Pedersen with Sam Lafferty up there, yeah, and uh, Ilya Mikheyev. Lafferty ain't doing too bad either. No, man. he's been playing really well. Yeah, so they've left a pretty noticeable name out of the lineup playing on the fourth line and sometimes it's been healthy scratched which yeah. is andre kuzmenko doesn't seem to really have uh, a fit on either of those top two lines which he needs to be playing in yeah i would say like so the last game was a big improvement for him yeah uh, but beyond that, we'll, we'll talk what he's been doing. You're right. So he's had a few games where he's been healthy scratch. Yep. He's been demoted down the lineup. And I don't want to say I told you so because I, this brings me no joy. But like last year, I remember saying in the summer, I don't think he repeats that performance goals-wise. No. I think he was playing for a contract. Not not in a bad way, but like it's his first time in the NHL. Yeah. Other p- players have never seen him before. They don't know his game. Yeah. Now that people are used to him, I mean, we talk about the sophomore slump all the time, right? Mm-hmm. And I think we forget that even though he's older, this is still his second year in the NHL. Like yeah. this is his sophomore season. Well, and he just signed this pretty... I think it was only a two-year, but still signing two the year, contract. Two-year, five point something. Yeah, like usually right after you sign the contract, you're kind of like, oh, I'm getting the money, like... Like you're not taking a back seat, but like the hard work you put in last year, like you're taking a little break. Yeah. He's taking his foot off the gas a little bit. Now the last game things changed for him. He got a goal, a very nice one at that. And you could just tell the way he celebrated after, like he was so relieved to have scored. So the last game uh, that we're referring to was the Tampa game. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I should have mentioned against the Tampa Bay lightning Brock Besser, hat trick performance, um, tied for the NHL lead in goals yeah. at the time of recording. Yeah. Um, but I, I want to save that because we should talk about Yeah, we'll Kuzmenko get into more. Yeah. Um, Kuzmenko, I mean, if he can build on his performance last night, we're having a very different conversation next week. Yes, but it seems like teams are interested in him. They right have now. been calling on him. Yeah, sure. so I mean, that is a huge trade deadline piece to bring in that that uh w- to put you over the top into contender status which a lot of it people are saying the Canucks be. are missing because that that's the thing right is Kuzmenko last year got just shy of 30 goals i believe um or no did he get more i believe I he got no he, he so he i think 40 he, he no he didn't quite he was like one behind right cuz last year tyler said Kuzmenko will get 40 goals yeah. and then he got like 39 yeah so he that's was close right. to getting 40 sorry so he was just shy of 40 goals yeah. last year Right now, he has five goals in 20 games. Yeah. So he's basically on pace to get half as many goals this year as he did last year. Um, Now, a 20-goal scorer for $5 million, 
you can deal with it. It's not the worst. We've had worse contracts. Oh, yeah. yeah. Don't even, man, <laughs> I can't even get started on that today because I'm going to, I'm just going to go to sleep. Yeah. But there um, were the problem with him making that much money is other than scoring goals, he doesn't really do anything else. No, he's not he's, a playmaker. He's not a board battle guy. He doesn't hit. He doesn't fight. Like you're not getting, if you're not getting goals out of him, you're yeah, getting nothing out of him. He's not really buying into the whole new, like uh, way that talk gets run in the team where you're playing yeah. both ends of the ice. You're using your body. You are laying it out all out on the line. Yeah. He's an offense only kind of yeah. guy and he's trying to learn how to play defensively. Now. Yeah. So it's going to yeah. be a tough one to, it, there's going to be growing pains. Yeah. Now it, kind of depends on are the Canucks all in the season because if they are Kuzmeko is probably out of the door they've sure said they are yeah so it's it's kind of yeah that's what it comes down to is do you think that you can get Kuzmenko by the time that his contract's done to buy in because if you can't then yeah you might as well get rid of him now yeah exactly but again like in that last game not only did he score he threw a couple hits he made some really nice yeah. plays like he was playing the style of game that talk it wants yeah. but again it remains to be seen was that a one off or can he build off yeah of that? you got to you got to get consistent and then once you do you'll start getting the time or the ice time like a Niels Hoglander yeah exactly he was playing right? so well on that third, fourth line, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So that he worked his way up. Yeah. He's the perfect example of like, I wouldn't say he was in the coach's doghouse, but like he's someone who last year was for sure on the trade block. Like oh, the yeah. Canucks, if they'd gotten a good enough offer, they would have traded him. Yeah. His value as a player has probably tripled since last year. Like, I mean, it's kind of hard to quantify yeah. that, but like you, you get what I mean. Like he's, yeah. uh, he's proven to be a much more valuable player. And I like that because it shows Tockett is willing to see players change. Right? Oh, yeah, for sure. So Kuzmenko, he's got a chance, but he has to prove it. Yeah. Yes, no, very, very much so. I wish Jake was here so we could talk about uh, the opponents that the Canucks have beaten. Because the Canucks have beaten some pretty good people in the past two weeks. Yeah. Um, so we'll run, quickly we'll run through the games that we missed. Uh, there was the Calgary 4-3 to win. The New Jersey six to five loss, the Minnesota two nothing game, snooze fest. Uh, I was at the game, the quickest coverage ever. Casey DeSmith played very good, and he's oh, the yeah. only reason we won that game. Like, yeah, you're right. He got the shutout, yeah. but like, I remember people were saying in comment sections after the game, they're like, they need to make a backup Vesna award, yeah, he, just for this guy. He played really, really well, and that was the only reason they were getting. Completely outshot. The Canucks looked like they were sluggish. They were bouncing everywhere. It was just yeah. not a good game. He made so many good saves. Yeah, so very much kept him in. And then these past two games, the Canucks beat the Carolina Hurricanes. Mm -hmm. And they also, like, very convincingly beat the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah, they looked good. Yeah, so... Yeah, the Carolina game, I mean, that one was a little more iffy. That yeah. one was like, that was a very even game. Yeah. And not to take anything away from them, but it even seemed like one of those ones where, like, Carolina fans after the game were going, oh, bounce here, bounce there, we could have won. Yeah. Tampa Bay, though, I got to give it to them. They looked great. Now we get to talk about Brock Besser's performance. Yes. By the way, we're about halfway through Brock Sember. I guess I should mention that. He is still tied for the league's lead in goals. And I got to mention this because right before that Canucks game, Austin Matthews scored two goals in their game. I don't even remember who they were playing. 
It might have been the Rangers. I think it was the Rangers. Um, and oh my God, when he got his second goal, the broadcasters were going mental. I mean, like, you've seen the term online, um, gla- glazing or glaze. No, what is that? No, no, don't make me. I actually don't know what it is. What is glazing? It's like, um, it, it is used when, like, you're like talking very highly about someone, but for so long that it becomes like, kind of like, Oh, what are you? Oh, like just like, uh, yeah. Glazed is kind of like code for something else. If that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Um, but that's okay. Um, the commentators were kind of getting to that point with Matthews and the quote that made me kind of roll my eyes was one of them in one of the replays of his goals. He goes, wow, no one in this league can score goals as good as Austin Matthews. Uh, and and you can already picture what me and my grandpa were doing. Yeah. We're sitting there on the couch just rolling our eyes like, oh, my God, shut <laughs> up. 80% of us are only watching this game because the Canucks game comes on after. Like, yeah. just, let's just, you know, enough with that. What does Brock Besser do? Scores a hat trick to tie Austin Matthews in goals uh, at 21, by the way, I believe that's 21 goals in like 28 games or something to yeah, that effect it is 21 and 29 games, 29 games, uh, a little trivia for you. Yeah. Or question. Does Brock Besser have more single goal games or multiple goal games this season? This season, I would say probably multi-goal. They are tied even really six and six. Wow. Yeah. So I would love to see a little bit more consistent so that's scoring. Crazy. So he's scored in less than half of the games he's played, yet he's still tied for the league lead. Because you said they've played twelve. Yeah, because twelve and twelve would be twenty-four. Hold on, let me let me count real quick while you talk. No, I just, I already did the math. I'm the math guy. I got this. I hope so. I hope Jake's listening to this and going, "Wow, Marcus learned how to do math while I was gone. That's crazy." 15, yep. Yeah. 16, 17, yeah. Yeah, he has... So so he's scored in less than 50% of his games, and yeah. he leads the NHL. Yeah, or he's tied for the or league. Or tied yeah. for the league, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's it would it would be nice to see some more consistency, but, I mean, goals are goals. Yep. So... Yeah, and I mean, like, I, what are you going to do, yeah. right? But And you know what? I actually wonder, because he's gotten quite a few in the last, like, three games. I wonder if it has anything to do with Nils Hoaglander being on that line. Well, okay, so, yeah, I think... I, want, I know he was on his line for the Minnesota game. Mm-hmm. The New Jersey game, I want to say he was as well. Yeah, uh, it's been about a week, roughly. So, three goals against Tampa, zero Minnesota, zero Carolina... Uh, one New Jersey. Oh, okay. However, so he's still... gotten a point in all of those games. Okay, well, there you go. Whether it's been an assist or a goal. Okay. Um, The one guy who I got to say, I think needs to, I don't want to say needs to pick it up, but like, Pedersen has been pretty quiet. Like, he's been getting points. He's still getting points, yeah. but not in the way you would usually expect him to. Well, yeah, he is supposed to be the guy for this team. Yeah. And everybody thought that going into this year, and there's a lot of guys on this team now. Yeah. But if you remember, like, two years ago, he went through a slump like this, and everybody was talking about, oh, like, this is, like, the guy. Like, he's not going to make that next jump. 
and that sort of stuff. And then yeah. all of a sudden he just exploded. So like, yeah. he's just going through. And like that this turned out to be an thing. injury they were hiding. Yeah. I kind of wonder if that's going on again. Now they've directly yeah. been asked if he's injured and they've said, no, he's yeah. not. Would not be the first time that. I think it's just a slump. Cause I mean, you also look at last year, he had Kuzmenko scoring all those goals this yeah. year. He's playing with McKayev, who he didn't really like. He got to play with a little bit last year. Yeah, but they're also swapping out the guy he played with pretty much the whole season last year. So yeah, he's that's learning true. to play with these new guys. Like Lafferty, we just got this season, yeah. just got bumped up to his line. So he is also he's going to take on that like the Bo Horvat role, where they're going to oh, throw weird. everything at him. And I never thought about that. yeah, like he's going to be able to adapt, but like it's going to take time. And yeah, his points are probably going to go down, but that's more valuable i think yeah because the guys who aren't maybe performing that well or they want to try and like give this guy a chance they're gonna throw with pedersen because he can play with anybody that's crazy you're right that is the whole like Bo the babysitter yeah we talked about before becoming pedersen the the what the 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 person Yeah, that that's perfect. I thought you were gonna say like au pair because that's like the French name for like a. What do I look like, Jake? Yeah, fair point. Uh, well, hey, one of us had to speak French, yeah, right? I guess so. <laughs> Otherwise, no one would listen to this show. <laughs> oh, sorry, hit my mic. <laughs> <laughs> um. <clears throat> oh. Um, speaking of, I guess our last episode, yeah. the one that we recorded, one of the other defensemen, uh, that we we're in talks of getting signed was Ethan bear. That's right. And it seems like recently the Canucks have been outbid by the Washington capitals. Yeah. Very random. I, I wouldn't have guessed that, yeah. but yeah, it seems like, um, Ethan bear, the rumor was he would have settled for a one by one contract. Yeah. It sounds like the capitals are mostly just willing to give him more term. It sounds like the rumored... Um, offer out there is two years at probably still a million dollars a piece, but they're willing to give him that extra guaranteed money. So I, I don't blame him for going there. I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm just a bit surprised that Washington of all teams was the one that like went in on him. but I, we still have to wait and see. There's been no official signing, but as of right now, it, it seems like his agent has informed the Canucks that they have, been outbid and the Canucks are not willing to go any higher. Yeah. So, and honestly, I think that's the best decision. Uh, yeah. There's just no real spot for him on this team. I don't think. No, there's not like, again, I, I get if they're trying to like have someone in for when Myers goes out, but I would, I would rather pay the fee to have Tanev come over. I think that's just like, if this team, excuse me again, really wants to sell the idea that they're contenders, they're going for it this year. Like right now, they are still a top five team in the NHL at the time of recording. Yep. So like, I get it. They're they're full on, like we're all in. This is it. This is where we're going. Then you know what? You have to bring in players that match that. Yeah. Right? Don't go bring in Ethan Bear, who's unproven and like, we think he'll be okay, but we're not totally sure. He, yeah, he doesn't match the team anymore. No. Bring in the guy that we know can play and would be willing to stay here after next year. That's Tanev. If that's going to cost a second, give up a second. As long as we're not handing out first round picks like Candy, I'm okay with it. But Tanev is a guy that the fans want to have come back. Hughes wants him to come back. He wants to come here. I say make it happen. Yeah, uh, I'm going to reel it back into Canucks players Sorry. now. Yeah, yeah, my bad. Uh, 
the other guy that we haven't talked about, uh, that is one of the guys, mm-hmm. uh, is JT Miller. Yeah. He seems like he's been kind of Mr. Consistent. Yeah, he's, he's like ev- every game going. is like a point or two for him. Minimum. Yeah. The past four games, he has six points in it. Two goals with four assists. Does he have any of those games with no points? Uh, the one in Minnesota, which was the two nothing win. Oh, okay. so it's kind of like a yeah. random one, but but he's a guy that like I feel like you know this. I'm gonna do the MWSBB. It's a Ooh. one-time thing, and it starts right now. Um, JT it? Miller. What does it stand for? It Marcus's. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, one-time sports gambling okay, yeah, segment. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, uh, that's okay. I don't need intro music. Um, mine is that every single game for the rest of the season, I'm going to bet on JT Miller to get a point. That seems like a pretty good bet. You're going to win a lot more than you will with the AWSBB yeah. if you just listen to that advice. Well, the fact that he's second right now in the NHL in points, yeah. that should say something. Exactly. It's like almost every game he's getting minimum one point yeah and the nice thing to see when you're looking at uh specifically just them two because they're they've been playing together the whole season is they're both pluses uh and who's like, that sorry uh besser and miller oh right i yeah. think uh, miller's at a plus 13 i want to say besser's at like a plus 10 or something like that and i mean if you look at the canucks as a whole they are leading the nhl in plus minus at plus 37 yeah that's crazy it's it's nuts what we're looking at right now I mean, that's helped a little bit by the 8-1 win over Edmonton and then the yeah. 10-1 win over the Sharks. Like, there's there's some pretty crazy ones in there, but they earn those, yeah. and they earn the rest of their wins too. Fair enough. It also helps when Thatcher Demko has a 9-18 save percentage. Yeah, he's doing... Actually, he even had a little stretch where I was kind of worried about him. Yeah. He's looking back to himself, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. 9-18 and then a save percentage... Or goals against average of 2.42 which I mean is seventh in the NHL right now. So it sounds high, but at the same time, like goals are high in the NHL. Yeah. The only guys that are really doing much better that are starters are Aiden Hill and Jeremy Swayman. For sure. Like he's been, he's another one of the guys. We have so many guys on the team. Yeah. Or so awesome. A bunch of dudes. And probably the biggest guy Guy. is Quinn Hughes. Yeah. Who we haven't even mentioned yet. Talking about the Canucks, and you can't even mention Quinn Hughes. Yeah. He's Mr. Consistent. Yeah, I was going to say, right along with Miller, he's like point every game. Every damn game. He is so fun to watch, too. Like, he gets the puck on, and he's got a little bit of space on the blue line. He is embarrassing his checks on every single shift. He's faking one way, spin move, spin move back. He's got guys literally breaking their ankles, trying to stay with them, and they can't. It is so exciting to watch. The Canucks have never had a defenseman like this ever before. And, well, one of the biggest things going into the season was he was working on his defensive capabilities. Yeah, it worked. And so I know plus minus isn't the best way to measure, like, being defensive. Yeah. But you want to take a guess how many games a season he has been a minus? They've played 29 games this season. I would say, like, maybe one. It's a little bit more than that. It's five. Still not okay. a lot, though. Yeah. And when he is a plus, he's like a plus one, plus two, plus three. Like, he's not just at a zero. Yeah. 
Like he has been playing great. The Canucks score when he's on the ice. Do you have his overall plus on. minus on there? He is at a plus twenty three. Jesus, that's crazy. Yeah, I believe. I I actually he's remember leading the NHL in that. Him I, and Hronik. I remember there was a season where like like way back in the day where Alex Edler was still considered like probably the best defenseman that we had. Yeah, and he was like a minus eleven. It was like, this, yeah, is, this is all we got. This is the best we can offer you. His minus 11, Alex Edler. We're talking about plus 23, Quinn Hughes, and we're not even 30 games into the season. Yeah. Like, well, where did he even have enough time to get to plus 23? Well, do you want to guess who has the best plus minus for the forwards? Number one and number two? I would say number one would probably be Miller. Number three. Really? Uh, ooh, number one, Besser? Sam Lafferty. You're shitting. Sam me. Lafferty is at a plus 15 right now. That I got I I'm going to say this one time. That is such a Tyler Mott stat. You want to talk about Tyler Mott? How about Tyler Mott 2.0 with Niels Hoglander at second on the team with a plus You're 13. You're joking. Yeah. Unreal. These two guys getting working hard, showing them that look, we play both sides of the puck. Yeah. They're getting the opportunities playing on the top line. This is this. I, I really want to bring this up, and I'll, I'll make this as quick as possible. I, I'll admit, I said a lot last year. I did not believe in where this team was going. I was worried that this year was going to be another crash and burn, like it was going to be a big problem. And the reason I said for that was I said too many things have to go right. I said, you know, Pedersen's got to stay good. Miller's got to stay good. Besser's got to pick up his game. Hughes has to get even better. Hironic has to pan out. Hoaglander has to work out. All they all happened. Yeah, like I said, you know, some of these things will probably happen, but some of them won't. Most of them have the only things that haven't really worked out is like Pod Colson. Yeah, hasn't like I mean I hoped he would have been in the league by now, but whatever. Yeah. And like I, I don't even know. Like everything. Oh, Myers is still yeah, awful. The but like Myers. all the guys you want to be playing well are playing well. They're firing on all cylinders. All the guys that are lower down in the lineup are playing their way up the lineup. Yeah. The only, oh, sorry. The only other thing I was going to say that didn't really work out was Kuzmenko, which is, again, just kind of like right now. Yeah, and if that's like the worst, like that's yeah. that's not really a huge problem because he's still, like he's not playing horrible. No, he's just not producing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's not like turning the puck over all the time. Like no. He's not a problem. He's just kind of like what Besser was the first part of last year. Where he's just invisible. Like you don't really notice yeah, about not there. doing a whole lot. Yeah. It's, it's exciting stuff, but I mean, like we said, we're only 30 games in, there's still a lot of things that can happen. Oh, However, yeah. Yeah. if like, if one of our star players were to go down with an injury, like if Quinn Hughes, God forbid, he were to go down with an injury, we have Philip Ronick who can take over that D one spot. Obviously not as well as Quinn Hughes. Yeah, but like it's not like if we lose Hughes now, we it's have like nobody. a loss. Yeah. Yeah. Like we have guys to fill spots. Like if we lose a top forward, we have guys that can fill those spots. Yeah. If Demko were to go down, we have a backup goaltender who yeah. can who has shown he can win games. And we've never had this or not in a very, very long time. Yeah. Like when I the last time the Canucks were really, really good, like in that like uh, early 2010s era. Yeah. I wasn't even really old enough to follow things like that, like save percentages and like, no. well, if we lose this guy, who takes his place? Like, yeah. I just like the team. Yeah. But looking at it now, I'm like, wow, this is the first time since I was a small child 
that we've been able to say, yeah, if this guy gets injured, we have a replacement. Well, we have depth. We have, but we have yes. star depth. It's not like third line depth. Yeah. Like we have guys that can come up and score and take over that scoring role. Yeah, exactly. No, it's uh, it, it's really, I, I can't remember the last time I've actually enjoyed watching the team this much. I, I don't know if I have since I was in middle school. No, they are, they're playing exciting hockey. Yeah. Which is like that's the thing too. It's not boring. It's not like we're watching the Islanders, who only play defensive. Like this is these are fun games. They're high scoring games. It's it's good to be a Canucks fan right now. Yeah, man, does that feel weird to yeah. say? Yeah, scary, scary yeah. thing to say. Um, I don't know what we're gonna talk about next, but I do want to make sure we talk about this tomorrow. Is a very big night for the Canucks, which will be again probably yesterday for the people that are listening to this. Roberto Luongo inducted into the ring of honor. I'm so excited. I'm going to this game. The first 10,000 fans get bobbleheads. I'm very pumped for that. I'm going down early. What are you laughing at? Uh, nothing. To worry about. No, I got to know what's going on. Uh, no, it, we're going to go into the inbox next. Oh, okay. Oh no. <laughs> oh, I put up a late inbox too. I, I don't know. We, how got, many... we got some responses. Okay. Uh, but yeah, um, Luongo night. Tomorrow. Yeah. Do you have like, a memory of Luongo growing up, like anything that's like, uh, I don't out? have a specific one. I just like when I think of Luongo, my hand immediately goes into a glove save windmill, windmill every yeah. time, even if it was like at your chest. Yeah, just, just take it, move it to the outside, windmill. Yeah, that's that's my Luongo memory. Yeah, do you have a specific one? Um, I went to one game with my dad when I was younger and yeah. like me and him didn't go to a lot of games. It was more like my mom's side of the family, yeah. but he took me to a game and, uh, Luongo got the first star. And I remember like, he was like, Oh, let's stay and watch the, you know, the stars skate around after. Yeah. So they did that. And, you know, back then now they give them like a fake stick that they throw back yeah. then they used to throw like their game used stick. Yeah. And so he threw it over and I looked at the screen and the kid he threw it to was on my soccer team. Oh, no way. And like, I don't, I don't know. I think most people would have been like really happy for him and like, oh, that's cool. There, there's, I forget his name now. Yeah. Like Kyle, there's Kyle, you know, that's yeah. so neat. I was just like, fucking asshole. He probably doesn't even, <laughs> he probably doesn't even know. Yeah. He really doesn't even care. Yeah, he probably like, thinks he's Corey Schneider. Yeah. And then sure enough, the next soccer practice, they bring the stick. Oh. Like, oh, like I, I remember like I walked up and like I touched like the paddle of it. Yeah. It Damn. whatever like i was like so mad that like he got it and i didn't oh, but like tough. it was like dad take me in the front row next time <laughs> he was like shut up like be happy this was like your christmas present no, that's a crazy thing to get a game you stick yeah and like they used to do that yeah which is weird i think they only stopped because they were so valuable that people started like fighting oh, yeah. for well, them in the stands well and also sticks are expensive like if you're like a fourth line grinder like, you're not getting... You're still making, like, still, a mil a year. But, yeah, it, it is probably a, quite a... Yeah, I also don't I don't think most NHL players pay for their sticks. Yeah, I don't know how I, that works. I would be... I would think it is either built into their contract or the, oh. sti or, or the stick manufacturers just, like, they want their sticks to be on TV. If you're, like... Think about it. You think Connor Bedard has paid for a no, hockey no, like stick if since he was a little kid? If you're kid? sponsored by, like... Uh, a brand yeah you then you wouldn't pay for sticks no no they but like for like a fourth line grinder like a guy like a connor garland or like probably a, still sponsored like it still looks good there's know. still some like, kid your thing about like working it into like like i wonder if there's like team fees 
Yeah, that I I don't know. I don't like how many jerseys they go through, well, their so pads, their equipment. I found something out about the NFL. And if you change your number in the NFL, you have to buy all of the NFL's jerseys of your old number. What? Yeah. So some guy in the That's NFL crazy. changed his number and had to pay like $150,000. To buy up all the stuff. And, and got shipped all of his jerseys of that That's old number. Crazy. Yeah. So I wonder... If like that would be the same thing in the NHL. I don't know. But I remember when um, that story, when William Nylander changed his number, mm. I, okay. I don't remember what he is now. If he's 29 or 88. But yeah. He I was, know he was 88 at one point. Okay. So that's what it was. So then he switched to 29. Okay. He offered that anyone else who had bought an authentic Jersey. Yeah. If they brought it to the Leafs arena, oh, he would he, would, he would pay for them to get their oh, new okay. one. That's so cool. I thought that was very yeah, that's cool. Nice. Um, but as for like what they do with the stock that they haven't sold yet, I have no idea. I I don't know what the ruling is on that. Yeah, I'm not too sure. However, we're getting a little bit off topic now. Yeah. And uh, I feel like when we get off topic at this point in the show, it's usually time that we cool off with a little splash in the inbox. Yes, we got some good questions. Oh, no. Uh, the first one, is Hoglander better than Burray? <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you're comparing him to Burray, he's probably playing pretty good. I don't know. Good. The Russian Rocket, the Swedish Rocket. I mean, I, I don't know. I think I think you're just comparing him to the wrong player there. But, I'm yeah, we're talking about how good he's playing right now. And he is. I can't take that away from him. One thing I do want to mention... Bure holds the Canucks season record for goals, which is 60. Yep. He did it twice. He got 60 goals in a season. Besser is on pace for 59 right now. He won't break 60. I'm not saying he will. I'm just saying that if he does, we could get bounced in the first round of the playoffs, and I would advocate that we should have a parade anyway. Really? If he just breaks the record? The Brock Besser parade. Interesting. I would attend. I would take the day off work. And then probably the next day because I'd be super hungover. The Brockett Bouchard. <laughs> <laughs> like the Bruchard. <laughs> sure. uh, next question. Yeah. We have a fuck, Mary kill. Oh, no. Keller edition. What do you mean Keller edition? Fuck, Mary kill. Clayton Keller, Helen Keller, and Marcus <laughs> Keller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's why i was laughing oh when I man this. um yeah i th i think we're gonna uh skip that question thank <laughs> you for that insightful uh, that input. was uh memes yeah of course it was the memes yeah. guy that's brutal oh great question you Who would marry me right mm, i don't know clayton keller makes a lot of money yeah but he's also in way better shape than me what does that mean? I mean, you'd think, like, you I think you'd believe me? What? No, I just mean, like, I don't know if you're, like, the marrying, like, you're stuck. That, that's like a personality thing. Yeah, Usually, but he's got money. Yeah, but, like, okay, I guess that's true. Wow, I don't even know what to be insecure about right <laughs> now. <laughs> uh, okay, we'll move on because this is a really good question. Okay. Who has been the most underrated Canuck so far this season? Oh, yeah. That's a very, very good question. 
And honestly, I think I have the answer because we've talked about a lot of players and how good they've been. The one guy we haven't talked about, but he's a big part of why this team's doing this good. I think it's Philip Heronic. Like he has been a huge addition to this team, a massive improvement over all the other defensemen we have. He's probably the reason why Quinn Hughes has been allowed as much freedom as he has been is because he can trust his defense partner for the first time since Tanev left four and a half years ago, right? And I'm uh, sorry, I shouldn't take that away from Luke Shen. Shen was good too. But Shen didn't have the offensive ability that Hironik has. I would say that like Hironik had a, a period of time where people were like really happy with him. And now we've just kind of forgotten he exists. He doesn't show up on the score sheet every night, but I think he is the reason why Quinn Hughes has had the freedom to be Quinn Hughes. So I would say for me, Philip Hronick. I'm going to go with a weird one. I don't know how you're going to feel about it, but I'm going to go with our coaching staff. Uh, you know what? I'll allow it. I'll allow it. I think that they've done a lot with uh, how the Canucks are playing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big reason. Like, Because if you look at the team, there's... There's some changes, but at the at the main guys, like they were on the team last year. And if you look at them last year, this year, they're just playing at a completely different level and playing a completely different game. And I think the coaching staff has a lot to do with it. Well, I, I did see one interesting thing, and it's funny because this has been like kind of the Hoaglander and Lafferty show. Like yeah. we talked about them a lot. I just saw a story about how a, quite a few practices in a row recently, Hoaglander and Lafferty have been the first guys on the ice uh, for uh, practices and after the practice is over they've both been spending time with three other guys on the ice and that's Rick Tockett Henrik and Daniel yeah have both been on the ice with them after every practice working on things yeah that's not a coincidence no I don't think so it's like yes 90% of the team is the players yeah but you need good coaching and you need good people in the building, good leaders, all that kind of stuff. And like you look at the Canucks and like, or sorry, you look at the Sedins, you can't really get better leaders than that. No better ways to run locker rooms and talk. It has been doing a tremendous job getting this team to buy into his system. Oh, for sure. So I think, I mean, I don't even know if you consider him underrated because I don't know if he's the favorite for the, uh, whatever the coach of the year is award. He's, I think he's a guy who you have to include in the conversation easily at so the very least. If, if he's not, then that's my most underrated player. Um, I know it's kind of a cop out. It's not really a player. Yeah. Um, if but, you could pick one at random off of the roster, uh, like, do you have anyone off or? the top of my head? Most underrated. I'll go with, I'm going to go Hoglander. Okay. Fair. Because before, before this week, this, like yeah, no one was really talking yeah. about him that much. Like, even us, like, we talk about him a little bit, but, like... Yeah. Just doing, like, the small things that I feel like a lot of players or a lot of fans maybe don't even notice. But now he's you're starting to notice it because yeah. he's getting that we're, more... We're looking time. at him now realizing that he's only getting, like, 11, 12 minutes a game. Yeah. And he's leading in statistics, like, way higher yeah, than he should he's be. performing he, very well. He is the first place in the NHL in goals for 60 minutes played. He is the is lead, he really? He's the league leader. Damn. Yeah, or goals or points, I forget. But, like, yeah. either way, like, he has not had a lot of ice time. Yeah. Until this week, he was getting no power play time. He wasn't even on the second unit. Yeah. And he's still that high up. He's doing the That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, That, well, oh, is there anything else in the inbox? Um, Just some more 
Brock Besser for Rocket. Yeah, I mean, you love hey, to see. Yep, they're right. They're right. But it, no, it, I think I think that does it for uh, the first half. Okay. Do you? I don't know. How do you want to do this? I don't know. Do you? Or do you want to just call it? Uh, it's totally up to you. It it is nine thirty on a Wednesday. Yeah. Um, we uh, I'll let our listeners in on this. Me and Alex were debating if there's going to be a second half this week. You know? Okay. Actually, there is. Well, do you want to do you want to do the goof? Or yeah, I mean, we don't really need because J- Jake sent a goof. Yeah, I mean, there's one thing that I wanted to talk about that you probably don't even know. Okay, br- yeah, bring it up. Uh, the Washington Capitals might be moving. Yes. Oh, you did. See I, that? Yeah, I've been yeah. following this. Okay, let's. I say we talk about the goof. We talk about that, and then yeah, okay. that's it. Uh, no break. No break this week. Not even trivia this no week. Trivia this week. We're just jumping right into NHL news here. Uh, we're gonna talk about some stuff. And then, yeah, goof, NHL news, the couple things we have, and then we're going to shut her down because we are tired. It's the holidays. We're exhausted. And uh, we want to let you guys get back to your uh, daily schedules too. We know yep. you don't want to listen to us all day, mm. which, I mean, actually, I I wonder who would. I oh, well, you know what? We did that double episode once, and that did pretty that, well. Yeah, that was like one of our most viewed videos. Yeah, it was like... Or listened to. Yeah, episodes. it was the draft, and, um, the draft and one other thing, I forget. Oh, free agency. Yeah. We recap both of them. It's like a four hour yeah, episode it's and it's like one. our third most listened to episode. I mean, it's a jam packed episode. Yeah. It's just like, it's, it's not four hours of this. Yeah. It's like four hours of like actual just important straight things. News, yeah. yeah. Not just rambling. Yeah. But still it was funny hearing people talking like, oh, hey, I really like this take you guys brought up. And we're like, that was at like the three hour and 50 minute mark. You listened for that long. Yeah. That's no, crazy. Quite crazy. Um, but anyways, yeah. So we'll jump into goof of the week. It's the purple button. What a goof! That's right. It's the goof of the week. <laughs> Don't know what else he says. There. Welcome to Jake's part of the show. This is the part of the show where he brings up a, a player, player, coach, coach team, team, organization, whatever, whatever what have you. you. He brings, brings it up, it up with the guys, and we have a little chat, chat about, about it. it. And this, this week, week, it's Draymond Green. Who? Uh, the Golden State Warriors forward Draymond Green. Oh, that Draymond Green. I was thinking of a different guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a basketball guy. I don't, I don't know what this is. Uh, okay, so Draymond Green was suspended uh, Tuesday. Yeah, that would be Tuesday. And uh, or no, sorry. Uh, let me set the stage. I guess. Uh, so <laughs> oh, it was wow. towards the end of the game. Uh, he was setting a pick or something like that. Uh, was trying to get around one of the players and couldn't. So he decided to turn around and punch him. Oh, that sounds like some beer league shit. Yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. I mean, he's known for doing crazy stuff, but this might top it because he fully just turned around and just clocked him. Okay. So got kicked out of the game, and pretty quickly the NBA came out with a statement suspending him indefinitely. Oh. So there is no timetable for him to be coming back. He's just out. He is out and cannot come back until he meets certain league requirements. And a lot of people are saying that that's going to involve some sort of counseling. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot to uh, have with it because this is his 18th time getting suspended. Holy Jesus. Yeah, he's done a lot. I want to know what the NHL record is now. But like 18, that seems crazy. Yeah, so... uh, But I guess that's in a... I guess it's easier to get suspended in basketball because it's non-contact, whereas hockey, yeah. like, like most of the stuff that would be suspendable in basketball is just a normal play in hockey. So 
I want to see full contact basketball. Slam ball. Oh, right. We talked about this yeah, before. Slam ball. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, 18 times. So, yeah, he has to do some sort of counseling, and there is no timetable for him to get back. It is more of a when the league thinks he is okay to come back, mm. which is, I don't think, I've never heard of that happening in any sport. Yeah, that's... It seems like a pretty crazy thing to happen. That's pretty weird. Yeah, pretty goofy. It is quite goofy. Uh, but yeah, Draymond Green, just a goofy guy. He's known for hitting people in the nuts. He's He tackles guys. He's just... People call him Donkey. Donkey? Yeah. Do they say it like Shrek? Yeah. like Donkey! Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, he's got... What has he got? Four championship rings, so... Can't really talk. I like waffles. <laughs> Um, but the Washington Capitals this week came yes. out that they might be moving. Yeah, really, really weird story. And I think this threw people off a lot further before they fully realized what was going on. Because, like, I'll tell you this. Of all the teams that could have been relocated, I don't think a lot of people had the Washington Capitals. Definitely not. They've sold out, like, every game for the past. I don't even know how long... They've had Ovechkin, just a ticket-selling, jersey-selling machine. Well, yeah, everybody thought, oh, Ovechkin has to stay on the Capitals, like on the Washington Capitals. There's no way he's going to leave. Yeah. What if the team leaves? Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> He's just going to stay there? But And especially because they're like, yeah, they're moving to a different state. They're going to... Um, they're going to Virginia. Uh, uh, yes. Or nor North, North Virginia. Virginia. Yeah. And uh, did you... Were you ever listening to that song, uh, Richmond, North of Richmond? No. Okay, so there there was a song that made a lot of headlines before. I actually I thought it was a pretty good song. It's called Rich Men North of Richmond, and it's this country singer that sang all about how he hates the government, basically. And Richmond is a city. Oh, right. It, um, it's not talking about Richmond like Vancouver. Like it's talking about Richmond, Virginia. Um, so Richmond is just below Washington D.C. So that's kind of the point of the song. It turns out, even though the Washington Capitals would be relocating and technically to a different state, it is not far away. Yeah. Like, it's incredibly close. Yeah. From what I saw... Now, I actually haven't looked at a map yet, which I'm, I'm just realizing now is kind of stupid. Um, but people were saying online that, like, most season ticket members will still be able to, like, go to this uh, game. It's called Alexandria, I believe. Yeah, uh, it's this new... Uh like uh it, I don't even know what to compare it to around here but it seems like it's like a like a uh, like a complex and it's state of the yard that they're like just finishing up the move would be before 2028 because they still have to work out some kinks because it's not just the capitals moving it would also be the uh NBA team the Washington Wizards moving as well yes that's right it, it's it's more like an entertainment district so this is kind of funny because I'm looking at it right now. And I've got the big, like, Washington. Oh, wait. Is Washington? Is Washington, D.C. in Virginia? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> oh, wait. No. Okay. There's all these red lines so. for, like, border crossings. But the map doesn't really do a good job of showing what I'm looking at. Either way, uh, Alex, I think this uh, map should summarize it pretty well for you. And it's kind of backing on to what I was saying. Um, it would appear as oh, though... Yeah. Yeah, it's like Washington and Alexandria are like as far apart as like Vancouver and Coquitlam. Like this is not 
a massive, massive, massive change. I don't think. I don't know where exactly the arena is in Washington. I believe it's in Richmond. So it, it would be maybe comparable to like where the Abbotsford Canucks play and like Vancouver Canucks play. Yeah, so it's so like, like we're, we're talking like within an hour's drive. Here. Yeah. Like this relocation isn't really a relocation. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know American borders. This is very confusing. Yeah, I know. This is, is yeah. it in Maryland? Maryland? Um, Maryland? Is Maryland a state? Yeah. Oh, maybe then. What does DC <laughs> stand for? <laughs> you want to know something funny? What? I always thought, I didn't know Washington, DC was a thing. I thought it was Washington, like right across the border. Oh, you thought the White House was yeah. like an hour And I was like, here. oh, that makes sense. Like if they ever needed to, to like talk to the guys, like they could just talk to the guys. <laughs> take a quick trip off the road. <laughs> You're like, this is so, you know, I just can't get over this. Why are the capitals in the Eastern Conference? I just don't <laughs> I, understand. No, I, didn't, I didn't get that far. <laughs> Man, those poor guys, their travel time must just be insane. Uh, so, yeah, that would be real, real interesting if after all this talk about Ovechkin not leaving the capitals, breaking the record or, it, as a Washington capital, and they don't even exist. When he breaks the record, that would be pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, I mean, but well, and this also, is the thing. Out of I, all of the... I uh, think with how close they are, they're not going to rename themselves. I think they're, you have to. No. Because they don't like, live in the capital anymore. No, but this is like um, like the Ottawa Senators. How they don't play in Ottawa. They play in Canada. Yeah, but no. Yeah, this is the are, same they're thing, They're the dude. capitals. The capital of the U.S., Washington, D.C. Yeah, the senators are supposed to be like parliament, parliamentary Canadian senators. They're not all in yeah, Canada. Yeah, but, but they keep the Ottawa title. Yeah, I think they will here, too. You think too. they're going to keep the Washington you title? Think, yes. You think they're going to become the Alexandria Capitals? No, I think they'll be like the Virginia something. Okay, I'll be honest. That sounds kind of sick, yeah. but like, I don't think they're going to do that. They're not going to uh, rebrand their entire franchise to move 25 minutes away. Well, that's the tough part is because like with Washington Capitals, like, yeah, they, they're a historic franchise in the NHL. But the yes. Washington Wizards are the complete opposite. Oh, really? They are. They have no future right now. They're one oh. of the worst teams. They don't really have any. They're like young. the San Jose Sharks of the... Like of the NBA, no, they're almost they're like the Coyotes. Oh, just maybe like, a little bit, maybe like Philadelphia. Ooh, okay. Like they okay. just don't really have like a future right now, right? And they've been they haven't been like tanking. They've kind of finished like bottom, like eight to twelve. Oh, okay, so like kind of Minnesota Wilding a little, kind of yeah, but like nowhere near the playoffs. Right. Okay. So like. I get, like, for them, why they would want, like, a rebrand and a change of scenery and all that kind of oh, stuff. like Nashville. <laughs> yeah, like Nashville. <laughs> okay. Um, but for the Capitals, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense because they won a championship in the last, like, decade. Yeah. And they have, like, these storied players and they're a storied franchise. That's why I don't think they'll rebrand. Even, even it, like, and also they're saying this move won't be until 2028. Like, yeah. it's going to be a while. Well, actually, if Ovechkin retires and then they move, then I think they will rebrand. Ooh, that's... Because it's a completely different team once he goes. I uh, Okay. And Virginia something sounds sick. I, th I still disagree that they will rebrand, but that is an interesting point. Yeah. And I, I would be interested to see what happens there for sure. Yeah. So that's something that, I mean, it's 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 not set in stone. They've been to, like it's talks. Yeah, 
but it seems like it's uh like the governor's been talking with the uh, owner of the team so maybe a little bit more than what we were talking about like what like a month ago with the uh Atlanta getting a team. Yeah. That's kind of calmed down now. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. I just I want Quebec to have a team so bad. I don't. Why? I'd rather have see Seattle has a team. I was gonna yeah. say Seattle. Um no, a team I'd rather see Houston. Houston would be cool. Salt Lake City would be cool. Yeah. Like there there's some good ones. But Quebec is just like they're such hardcore fans. It would be like having another Winnipeg Jets. It's, Actually, it's a relatively smaller city, but it's just every single person there is a hockey fan. Like, my my number one spot, like, no no time, like, no travel, like, anything like that taken into consideration. Just a city or a place that needs a hockey team would be, like, Halifax or somewhere, like, East Yeah, Coast. like the Maritimes. Yeah, like, that would be so cool. Yeah. The fans there would be nuts, but, like, it just wouldn't work Well, you out. remember, I think think it was last year that they had the world juniors there. yeah like everybody that talked about it yeah. was nuts it was man. crazy so like seeing them get a team like you yeah. know like that would be a home uh home arena advantage yeah oh huge. or home ice advantage they would have to use that heave away song as the goal song too yeah that would be so sick i would be a fan of them i would buy i think jersey. everybody would yeah yeah do they do they go with the halifax highlanders from goon still never seen goon you got to watch Goon, dude. Do I? You do. It's embarrassing you haven't seen it. Oh, uh, one last thing that we got to talk about. Okay. And because it is, it's kind of off track. Yeah. Shohei Otani. Is it Shohei or Sohei? Oh, I say Shohei. I'm pretty sure it's Shohei. I'm not a bat uh, or a baseball fan, but I thought it was Sohei. Because um, it's SH. Okay. You, you might be right. Yeah. We'll go with Shohei for now. Okay. Shohei Showtime Otani. Shohei. Seven hundred million dollars. Yeah. So you saw that he makes more than the entire combined salary of the Arizona Coyotes. No, I didn't see that. They make like six hundred and ninety-eight million combined. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, yeah, absolutely insane stuff. Have you seen the way it's structured too? Yeah, so smart. I okay, it's smart. But this is why uh, when people complain about the NHL having a hard cap, yeah. this is why I'm like, no, I like it because yeah. that I don't watch baseball. I don't care. I'm not like mad that he signed it. But looking at it, I'm like, how is that fair? It makes no sense. Any other team. Like you can just take all like the majority of the money, pretty much everything just at the end. Yeah. And the only thing that counts on the salary cap in quotation marks. Yeah. It's is $2 million. million. It makes no sense. No. Like it comes down to who has the most money. Yeah. And like, and that's, I, that's why, why I don't like it. Yeah. Like th then like, how do those smaller market teams? Well, yeah, win? teams like Yankees and the Dodgers and the Red Sox, like they're always going to stay good. Yeah. But yeah, these, I, like, I don't like younger it. teams are like, yeah, no, or nobody wants to go to those, uh, like as a free agent to those spots. Yeah. But I thought the crazy fact was the Blue Jays almost got them. Yeah. That, but you know what everyone said? It's Canadian taxes, man. Yeah. That's half of his money would have yeah. just evaporated. Well, and I, California is not great for tax either. No, but it's better than Canada. It's, it is better than Canada. And it's funny because the States looks at California and they're like, Oh, that's the worst for taxes. And yeah. we're like, Oh, we wish, we wish it was that yeah. good here. No, it's, but. it's insane. $700 million. The most expensive contract in North American sports yeah. history. That's wild. Man. And I don't see how anybody tops that. No. Who did he play for before? Uh, the Los Angeles angels. 
Oh. Yeah. So he's just going. He's just going to like a rival team. It would team, be basically. like going from the Islanders to the Rangers. Just going to a more Shit. historic franchise. That's crazy. Yeah. But I mean, the Angels did nothing for him. He was yeah. there for so long. And like they have two of the best baseball players and they just can't do anything with him. Yeah. Yeah. But no, that, that is crazy. Crazy. Crazy guy of the week. Crazy guy of the week. Is that what you just said? Yeah. Instead of goof of the week, crazy guy of the week. All right. Crazy story of the week. Was that your thoughts segment? Or yeah, we're gonna take that as thoughts. Okay, that was that was thoughts. Yeah, it was, it, uh, it was definitely a, thought. a very weird episode this week. It is, but like we said, it's the holidays. Yeah, everyone's got to be out shopping and yeah. stuff. Work is. Have you crazy. bought all your presents? I, mm, uh, I have bought some presents. There's, I think, I told you before. I've had some. Uh, yeah, you've had some card issues. Y- yeah, my bank stopped its credit card and they provided us a new one, but the new one hasn't come <laughs> Which yet. Which is crazy to do. I know. Like right before Christmas too. So I've got like, there will be people receiving my presents in like the middle of January. And that's just the way it's going to go this year. Yeah. But either way, everyone's stressed. We got the holidays. Yulin with the boys will be coming up very shortly. Yeah. That'll be around, whether it's next week or the week after, I don't know. Yeah, we'll We're going to sort it out. It will be a nice, fun event. We're going to put up a special inbox for you guys to send messages on. It'll be lots of fun. Uh, lots of special guests. I'm very excited for it. Um, that'll do it for this one, though, eh? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, for any serious inquiries, you can always find us uh, by email at vancouverboyspodcast at gmail.com. Alternatively, you can find us... Wait, did I say... you For serious inquiries, you can find us by email. Yeah. At, yeah, that's what I said, right? I think so, yeah. Okay. Excuse me, uh, at Vancouver Boys Podcast at gmail.com. You can also find us across all the social media platforms such as Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, and YouTube at Vancouver Boys Podcast. On Twitter, Tyler is running the show over there still at Vancouver Boys underscore. He's kind of become the unpaid intern, which I think is kind of neat that, yeah. that came full circle for you. Um, that ought to do it for this one. I, I think so. Cool. Um, He's not here. No, he's not. Uh, See you on the next one. Peace. This is the way she got to go. Yeah, I guess so. I guess we're not going to say anything after the intro either. No. That's it.